Rochester Trail Riders Challenge, Episode 1, The Erie Attica Trail. I chose the Erie Attica Trail, mainly due to its close proximity and level terrain. Despite it being August, this was my first trail ride of the season, so both myself and my horse were out of shape. Mother Nature was also brutal lately, and she left heavy rains the day before, and there were mist and rain threats on my planned ride even today. I needed someplace with good footing. The Eriatica Trail is a conventional railroad bed that connects to the Genesee Valley Greenway. Located in Avon, New York, just off of routes 5 and 20, right next to the Genesee River. The signage is clear and bright for the turnoff of the main road. It's a 30 mile an hour zone, but despite persistent police coverage, traffic often moves quick as it's 55 just over the river. The road back to the parking area sometimes can be confusing. Just keep going. You're gonna travel under a railroad bridge, which has a newly minted pothole, so keep an eye out for it. The parking area itself is massive. There is plenty of space, even for the largest of rigs or group rides. You won't have any trouble driving a whole figure eight if you feel compelled to do so. The parking area and trail are both gravel, with 80% of it being nicely packed stone dust. There are some larger aggregate on the S-turns around the old bridge supports. If you have a horse that's stone sensitive, you might choose to wear boots or maybe ride when your horse is shod. The trail itself is your typical railroad bed, about 15 to 20 foot wide, steep drop-offs on either side, and groom-packed path about 10 foot wide in the center. It starts off with a massive, and I do mean massive, bridge over the Genesee River. There are mounting blocks on the other side. Due to the sheer size of the bridge and slippery wood, I highly advise to just walk over and mount up on the other side. For those of you that are carriage drivers, this area does not have any obstructions. Yes! You can easily get a carriage through and onto the greenway from this point. The trail starts off straight as an arrow with a few S curves around old bridge supports. It is tree covered and cool and passes by farm fields and ponds along the way. It ends down a small hill to a T-junction to the Genesee Valley Greenway. Turn left, you get to Route 5. Turn right, you've got 7 to 10 miles of unobstructed trails with no road crossings that eventually meet up to the Lehigh Valley Trail System. Turn back, and your round trip to the Eriatica Spur is about 3.8 kilometers. That's roughly 2 miles for everybody else. My preparation for today? Well, I knew I had time for a ride this morning. Nothing was going to deter my quest. Not even the weatherman and his pessimism about this, I don't know, rain thing that was going to show up right about the same time I was planning a ride. You see, I know a secret. The Avon area is what, is what I call a weather donut. Mm. Most storms break just north and south, leaving the Erie Attica Spur high and dry, no matter what. I'm riding today. Knowing I was going to ride this morning, I did the majority of my chores the night before, leaving just turning and feeding to be done this morning. Once breakfast was finished, I played a round of rock, paper, scissors with myself to determine which horse got to go on my adventures. Game which I thought would hold bias, but turns out, if you have ADHD like me, it's totally achievable. The winner? Paper over rock. Stellan gets to go for a ride. Great. What saddle to use? I mean, I haven't ridden for a while. And it's August. 
So just think humid, green, yuck-covered tech. Eh, the Western saddle has a sheepskin cover, so it's easier to clean. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Western, here we come. My helmet was happily perched on the top shelf right next to a grooming bag. Might not sound exciting until I inform you that just two days ago, I had noticed bald-faced hornets have taken up residence in said bag. I just haven't had time to evict them yet. Thankfully, the morning was cool and activity from the bag was at zero. I felt cheeky. So I took a deep breath and I quickly snagged my helmet. It didn't wake him up. Quick wipe down of my bridle and off to the trailer we went. Thankfully, Pete loaded right up without an issue and I secured him. Now, before you get on your soapbox about trailering tact, I live in hunt country where stock trailers and tact horses are a common occurrence. And our trip was only five miles down the road. Hardly a long haul. The trip itself was uneventful. Sands, one idiot who did a zigzag past me and then proceeded to blow through a red light making a left turn. I assure you, there is no job so important to put yourself or others in danger for. The weatherman was not wrong. The clouds were low and the mist was thick enough I needed my wipers and lights on. It was still just a mist and not actual rain, so I felt safe. We pulled into the parking area and of course I hit the stupid pothole. Sorry, Pete. I tossed my helmet on, bridled up Pete and unloaded just as another car was pulling up. We're not the only ones trying to beat the rain today. Finished tightening my cinch, and we mounted as a gentleman in his beautiful English chocolate lab started out. They kindly waited for us to pass, and we exchanged our hopefulness about the rain. As we set foot on the bridge, I felt Pete slip, and I immediately stopped and dismounted. Not worth the fall, so we walked across and remounted using the perfectly placed limestone blocks on the other side. Thank you to the Parks Department for such consideration. Once up, we continued on the laser straight path. I took this time to focus on myself and make sure that even though it was a planned walking ride, I sat properly in the saddle and I worked my muscles in an active manner versus passive. Pete took this time to scream like a lunatic for any horse that was possibly able to hear him. I assured him there wasn't around for miles, so he eventually gave up hope. Despite the low clouds, the rain held off and it made for a pleasant ride. The trees offered a good block from the breeze, but made for some scary ghosts that needed to be snorted at. Placid young branches twirling in the light breeze, seemingly unaware of their stoic neighbors. The birds still active, flitted across our path, and provided a lovely melody to the rustling of windblown treetops. At the clearing from the farmer's path that crosses the bed, Pete called out again, hopeful that maybe a friend in the distance. Nope, no reply so I gave him a pat. We weaved our way through the S-curves and scared something in the bushes, but thankfully Pete remained on a mission forward until we reached the intersection to the Greenway. We stopped and I took a moment. How lucky I am to live in an area with such beautifully groomed trails. Knowing that this was a down and back trip, I was prepared to have a handful of a horse for the ride back. Pete marched right up that hill. Once he reached the top, he lowered his head stretched and gave out a big yawn. I settled again and went back to focusing on my seat position, core and pelvic movement to control our gait. So far, this was the most delightful ride. 
My serene moment was briefly interrupted with the loud Jake break of a truck, reminding me how close to 5 and 20 we really were, despite not being able to see it. The trail really makes you feel like you're deep in the woods. Expecting to meet up with our English lab friend on the way back, I remained vigilant around the S-curves. Also noting fresh tire tracks from bikes, I tried not to let my mind wander too much. The ride back was uneventful, and we saw no one else. One good thing about me focusing on my horse for the ride is I could feel in Pete his gait and his back change. He had to go. I urged him off to the grassy side and asked, you got a poop? He did, and happily left his business off the trail. Holding my two-point, though, my legs started to shake. I realized how out of shape I really was. I pat him, good boy, and was so thankful that he didn't poop on the bridge. By the way, if your horse does poop on the bridge, please kick it off. The bridge is slippery enough without poop mixed into it. It's also a multi-use trail. We never did see our English lab friend again, but upon return, a car with two golden showed up. Thankfully today, everyone was leashed. But the golden walker accidentally went down a farmer's path, which is not part of the trail system. The path leading toward the planted fields is an access road for farmers and private property. Remember to stick to the clearly marked trails. The Uriatica is a personal favorite of mine, and it's open year-round. The only time I recommend not going is in the winter when the trail is open to snow machines. You see, snow machines are allowed on the trail system when the snow is a minimum of six inches deep. In the winter months, it's good to note that the bridge has rubber mats screwed onto it to protect it from snow machines, and there is a large groomer parked in the parking lot. I highly recommend this trail for the ease of parking, access to the greenway. It's perfect for level ground, good footing, and miles of trail. It's great for conditioning your horse in good weather and bad with other parks or off limits. Well, this wraps up my first of 14 horse-friendly park trails in the greater Rochester, New York region. That wraps up today's show. Until next time, respect the trail, wear a helmet, and clean up after your horse at the trailer site. Happy trails!